You wanna know Keeping you up on your current events I swear the world's so cold Talking about marriage and sports too Man, you gotta catch the flow You better believe me Got reality with me that JT Make it look easy Whenever they speaking If I spoke about it, I was really about it Ain't no front front, I was real about it In my white cup, it got hidden inside it It's a message for everybody Now I'm only sipping this slow Come with me on a ride I'm only sipping this slow Take a sip, I bet it gets you right And I only speak it if it's real, yeah Only spill it if it's trip, yeah Everybody want the tea, so You already know the deal I always sip slow Come with me on a ride I'm only sipping it slow this is the Sip Slow Podcast, where we help ourselves as well as others. Raw, real, and uncut. It's your boy, Mr. Money Don't Sleep, so T-Weezy can't rest. What's up? What's up, everybody? This is your boy, J-Dub. Uh, man, we uh, Duke ain't with us today, but uh, we got one of the original with us uh, sitting in for... For uh, Duke, we got the boy Al G back. Like, what's up to the people, man? Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody, man? How y'all doing, my brothers? What's happening? What's happening? Slow hey, boogie, man. What's been up with y'all? Man, you know, live when it came and just took over. So that's just kind of where my focus been, man. <laughs> that's about it, man. Work and uh, tending to him, man. That's about it. Already, he. He doing all right, growing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We blessed, so you know what I mean. So can't ask for nothing else. We good. So, uh, <clears throat> what y'all been into since the last time we we talked? Man, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but for the most part, got a chance to uh, see a change of the guard that I think we needed for for the the country. Uh, hopefully it's, you know, uh, a lot more, more for the people, uh, with thoughts of, uh, well, doing the best. We'll get into that. <laughs> but other than that, been living life, man. Thankful. So. That's it. Just working and going home. That's, all. That's it. Like you ain't got that energy today, Jay. What's, what's up, man? I've been busy this morning, man. I do some stuff this morning. 
just kind of creeped up on me at the time and all that. Sometimes all week, man, we've been trying to get this episode done, but shoot, just life just get in the way, it look like. So, uh, but we here now. Oh, yeah. I had uh, went over to my parents yesterday and chilled out over there for a good while and uh, just relax, man. They uh, claim it was going to be raining today, but it look all right right now to me. So uh, get ready for these football games later on. So we going to see what that do. Um so, Mo, man, we're going to get it going with that free game. Believe in yourself and be yourself. That's free game. Believe in yourself and be yourself. That's all right. Straight I to the like point. It. like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Sweet and simple. Sweet and simple. For sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have y'all ever had any uh, – uh, gallbladder issues? Nah. My wife uh, did. My wife nah. did. She actually had to have hers removed, had an emergency surgery for it. She was, was having some. Hurting? Yeah, was she was hurting? having Was it hurting before? Was it hurting before the, uh, you know, her symptoms before she had to get it, remo- you know, emergency surgery or? Uh, she was having issues at night where she uh, couldn't sleep. She'll get up in the middle of the night and feel like it was just a sharp pain tearing through her chest, and uh, like nothing she could do would, would allow her to be comfortable. And so uh, it went on and on. We thought it may have been like gas or something like that. Uh, and you know, we tried different things, but it it wasn't it. And then got to the point one time I. Uh, I, I think I went in the room and she, I thought she was in the shower, man. I went in there. She was she was in fetal position down in the tub. And so at that point in time, I was like, nah, it's probably going to time we go into the ER. And so when we got there, uh, they ran some tests and all and, and observed and, and realized that the gallbladder needed to be removed. And so since then, since she had it removed, uh, she, she's been fine. But it was it was uh, it was rough. It was a rough patch for a minute. A lot of nights, you know, it was hard to sleep because she was up and, you know, you want to, you know, make sure she's good. But once that gallbladder was out, it was a good idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I asked the question because, uh, man, yesterday when I got up, trying to get out the bed, man, it was it was hard. I was hurting on my right side. So uh, and the pain. You know, really, it hadn't stopped. Uh, mm. Sitting down, let's say it's about a five, but like if I bend over trying to get up, man, it's about an eight, nine. So uh, my wife thinks she a quasi doctor or something. You know what I mean? So she get on, <laughs> she get on the internet, and I guess look up uh, maybe Doctor Google. Uh, Dr. Google. <laughs> there you go. And she's telling me that, you know, she think it's the gallbladder. So, um, but I don't know. It, maybe I, re- uh, I recommend you go get a check just to be on the safe side. Hopefully it's just a muscle, but if not, man, uh, that gallbladder is, is crucial. 
Yeah, well, my yeah. mother had hers taken out, and uh, she said she didn't have no symptoms or nothing. It just she had went to the doctor. They did tests, and one of those tests came back that the gallbladder had problems. So uh, I just thought maybe maybe one of y'all had experienced that or something like that. So uh, that was all. I'm gonna try to probably try to get to the doctor tomorrow. See if I can get in there tomorrow evening or something like that. But yeah, we'll uh, go and get this get this docket going, man. I know Dove already mentioned about uh, seeing a new guard change. So uh, our first topic was thoughts on the inauguration. Um, you know, everything has stopped. Racism has stopped, and police shootings, and people dying from COVID. <laughs> everything stopped. <laughs> On the 20th, but you know, I'm being I'm being facetious, but uh that's that's what a lot of people I think feel like. So uh since I brought the topic up, I regret get on, on it, you know. Um uh, you know, the one thing that was nice was uh you had that that little that lady that was like 22, the little poet. I thought she did a great job. Um, and then, regardless of how I might think, uh, to see Kamala Harris and to have the black girls see her uh, in a position of power, I think that I think that's good for their morality, just to let them know that, hey, you know, anything is possible. So, uh I think that was good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I look at it too as um, for for the young ladies to see a woman up there, not just by color, just seeing a woman that you know went to be a vice president. You know, they just look at that. You know, women do have opportunities now to, you know, do something real big other than just you know, I guess you know doing house stuff, whatever, but that's, I look at it as that, you know, you know, you know, the color part, but I just look at it as a woman, as just a woman, just in general, just up there. So it, that was good about that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I think like what, what Thomas was starting out with about, you know, the racism ended, the, the COVID has been cured all it seemed like just that one day but i mean that that one day was just the celebration of the work that they got to start you know it's it's now it's kind of putting your money where your mouth is let's let's go ahead and address these issues and you know one it was happy to see somebody in that hopefully with much more uh value and morals uh and and thought for the people uh but at the same time it's so much work to be done you know, as far as the inauguration itself, I was happy to see, um, you know, one, the first black uh, woman, now the vice president of the United States. And, you know, being from an HBCU, just, you know, the the thought of hearing that and knowing that, you know, it, it definitely made me happy. Um, but again, there's work that has to be done. Uh, the The girl with the poet. I mean, the, the poem that she read was beautiful because it, it just literally went right in and it, it talked about everything that we're dealing with right now in these times. And, 
it, it almost also kind of gave a sense of a challenge to the administration. Like, look, this has to be addressed. It has to be worked on. But, you know, we want to make sure to get all the people involved and the people happy. And, and that's if we can get the people happy, then we can really make a change and a movement. Uh, so I think that inauguration was good. I think uh, the Bernie <laughs> Sanders thing and the memes that come from it have been funny. Uh, but but again, it's it's the beginning. You know, that was just one day we're going to we're going to go ahead and put everything aside. But now let's see this work that needs to be put in. Hmm. I will say this too: the the girl who did the poem, uh, I went to college with one of her cousins at TSU oh, from Chicago. Yeah, small world. Yeah, yeah, it is. Another thing too. Another thing was cool too, man. They they had they had some nice J's on up there on those kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, Al. Well, I don't have much to say on that. Uh, I'm kind of more like into the action type thing. It's been a lot of talk, as we all know. You know, politicians, that's what they do. They talk a lot. You know, I want to see some action, and then, you know, we can talk about it then. But until then, I ain't seen no changes. So we're going we're gonna to wait, though. Let's give them a little time. So that's what I'm going to leave it at. How did y'all uh, feel about the Chucks and Pearls? I honestly didn't know where the Chucks came from initially. <laughs> I didn't find that out until the night. It was it was almost the next day when I found out exactly where the Chucks came from. The Pearls, I understood. I knew where that came from. But, I mean, it, it's a movement. It's one thing to realize, you know, you have people join in to something. Uh, so if it can be as small as, you know, what somebody wears, then let, let's put plans and, you know, processes in place. So hopefully that continues to trickle down and everybody jump on board to try to make a change as well with some of the issues that we are dealing with. So, I mean, it was definitely catchy by, by far. Yeah. Just on a, on a low surface level, the, um, to make the women feel proud of themselves. I thought that was, that was nice and showing us a lot. So, Solidifying, um, that ain't the word I was trying to get, but y'all get it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But on the other hand, on the other hand, it seems like, uh, and everybody here has pretty much said that, you know, it work has to be done. So on the other hand, it seems like uh, we get caught up in the superficial things and, a lot of times uh, the things that really matter uh, doesn't get addressed. So, uh, yeah, Chucks and Pearls is nice, but now let's let's do something to, uh, you know, help help our, help everybody really, but to make things better in, in the United States of America. So uh, uh, we'll see what happens, you know. Uh, you all listening to the Sip So podcast, man, I'm – I forgot, man. What what y'all sipping on? What y'all sipping on today? Man, it's it's Sunday water Sunday morning, man. My water ain't turned to wine yet. 
So I'm, right. uh, I'm on that H2O. At the All moment. right. All right. Man, I'm on that water too, man. I, I drank a couple last night and still got me the hooli, but I'm on water now. Okay. Wow. All I right. guess I don't feel I don't feel as bad then. I thought I was gonna be the only one, but no, nah, I ain't on the water. I'm, I'm a little step, a little high. I'm on that orange juice, you know what I mean? You gotta get your vitamin C intake <laughs> nowadays. So we straight yeah. orange juice, a little, you know, ice cubes. That's about it. Um, yeah, man, I'm I'm on some uh Cranberry grape and mixed with some water. Um, trying to get myself together. So, uh, that, yeah, that's what I'm on, man. Um, so, are you walking in your own potential? Uh, JT. That was Duke put it in, but since he ain't uh, here, I mean, to somebody. Yeah, I mean. That that's a good one. I say we all do walk out our potential, and sometimes we don't. You know, it's, it's a lot of things come your way that put you in a you know situation. Sometimes you try your best to walk. I know I do. I try my best to walk in potential every day with people looking up to me and stuff. And sometimes I know I fall short or get frustrated with things. So, I mean, we all do in a sensible way, you know. But I try. Um, no, I don't feel like I'm just walking in my potential. Um, I was at work last week and, uh, one of the girls that's like a secretary in the office, she was out and I had noticed she had been out for a few days. So I was like, well, you know, where's such and such at? And they was like, oh. She, uh, you know, thinking maybe COVID, so she's working from home. So I was like, man, I need me a job where I work from home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the, <clears throat> the other little, the other lady in there working was like, well, you can't haul gas from the house. And it kind of, <laughs> it kind of insulted me to be honest with you, because, you know, I'm more than a truck driver. And I said, no, nah, I ain't talking about hollering no gas. You know, just to let them know, hey, I, I I could do something different if I had the potential to do something different. Let's put it like that. So, um, yeah, you know, I got a uh, associate's degree from WCJC, uh, went to uh, University of Houston, and when I quit, I had 30 hours to uh, get my bachelor's degree. So um, I, I don't feel like I'm in walking in my potential. I feel like it's a lot more that I could be doing besides being a, a, you know, a truck driver, even though that allows me to take care of my family and have a, you know, decent living. Um, you know, I'll be feeling like, <laughs> And I initially was trying to go be a uh, a sports agent. Um, if anybody out there know uh, JT brother Joe, you know he was a uh, probably the best basketball player that came through uh, Warden, Texas, and he went on to play uh, college ball. Went to Sam Houston. Uh, 
So we used to talk, and I was like, man, yeah, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to be your agent, you know. And, you know, it just didn't work out that way. Once I got into school and learned, like, damn, you got to be down there a lawyer to be an agent. That's about eight years of school. I, uh, I, I don't know about all that. <laughs> uh, then I don't know if I wasn't thinking about it or it wasn't as popular. But now you have um, all these sportscasters. They cover each college team. They uh, cover each pro team. And I'm like, man, that could have been something that I would have been interested in. And I just didn't know about it. So that's what I really would like to do, uh, covering some team because I love sports. So, uh so yeah, just like I say, answer the question. Now I don't think I'm just walking in my full potential. Yeah, it's not. It's not a. It's not like a really. I I, I look at a couple of things. Want to talk about uh, walking in potential? Hang on, real quick. Let me. See. Okay, when I think about walking in the potential, I look at, uh, like, you know, what are you doing on a daily basis? Are you actually giving your all to who you are and at least making steps toward it, even if you have not got to that point yet? Are you making those steps? That's the biggest thing. Um, I think one, I can look at it and say, maybe am I walking in my potential? I get the chance to work from home, uh, work for a business that has started. Now, it. It, it has not gotten big by any means, but I'm getting the opportunity to actually do it and push towards that. But it's still challenges because they got to figure out, okay, bills got to still be paid. You know, money got to come in. You got to still build the business. But when I look at the true walking and the potential, I'm looking at, you know, other other things aside that, like, am I pursuing my goals still? Am I, am I trying to focus on any of the solutions? Uh, do I mind hard work? You know, am I am I trying to consistently learn? Am I am I open to change? You know, and how do how do I deal with stress? Do I deal with stress well? And if if able to overcome those things on a daily basis, then I'm steady trying to stay in you know relationship with God and and try to understand like what it, what am I really here for? And I think one my purpose is I like dealing with people. I like helping people, and I think getting closer and closer to that each day. So that's kind of where I look at the, the potential thing. I'm not there yet, but I'm trying to get that on that way. Okay. Well, as for myself, I don't feel like I'm necessarily walking in my potential. Uh, a lot of us fall short on things we say we're going to do. Like, you know, I kind of was checking you guys out about uh, the New Year's resolutions. Do y'all make those? And you know, y'all saying some of y'all do, some of y'all don't, but uh, sometimes you set goals for yourself and then you fall short, so you get discouraged and then you don't, you know, you don't do it as much. So me personally, I know I could be doing better in certain areas of my life, and uh, it's a work in progress. So I know I can do better, but uh, am I walking in my potential? I would say no. But sometimes it's also a good thing because the other side, if you become too complacent or relaxed, you feel like, well, I didn't made it or I didn't did it. I ain't got to do it anymore. So you never have that drive or that strive to do better. So sometimes it's good to not walk fully in your potential because then you are always can strive to do better. That's just how I look at it. Yeah. 
I, I don't think it's ever too late as long as you're striving each day. I mean, so a lot of times walking in your potential is understanding your purpose, you know, and if you're not taking time out to try to, to figure that out, then that you may not ever get to your potential. And that's why I say sometimes, you know, it's, it's the work every day that you try to do. You, you try to, uh, you just try to pursue your dreams, even if let's say you are, you know, still driving truck for somebody. Okay. But in the background, when I get off, I'm not just sitting up here, you know, going to sleep or just chilling. I'm going to start trying to put some pee in the paper and try to figure out some things so that, you know, I, I at a point in time, I'm, I'm going to walk in that office and be like, you know what? I'm done. Uh, right. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to do, do me. And I'm ready to do me because I got the favor of God and, you know, he wants us to be able to to walk in and not be fearful when doing so. And so it's it's a matter of just continuing to develop and, and try to stay in tune with you, who you are, what your goals are. And and, and if you can do those things and, and keep that word first, uh, then I think you, you start getting closer to that path. But, you know none of what any of us are doing is not a bad thing. Uh, maybe we just hadn't gotten there yet. I I agree with, you know, we just have to, uh, you ought to always be trying to better yourself, you know, uh, regardless of the situation. You Millionaires keep bettering themselves so they can become billionaires. So, uh, you know, that's just how the game works. Some people have that drive and some people don't. Um, like you said, I could be taking my idle time and using it to uh, cultivate something else. So uh, that's something that I need to start looking into because uh, it's never too late, like you say. Um, <clears throat> if you listen to this on uh, you, I mean Facebook, Please like it, uh, share it. Uh, same thing on uh, YouTube. Like, share, subscribe, and uh, feel free to comment anytime. And you know, if it's something you want to ask, we'll uh, answer back. You can always, always email us, uh, sipslowpodcast at gmail.com. So uh, we would greatly Go ahead. My bad. I was gonna say one other thing. Uh, you know, one thing listeners uh, and and each of us have to we have to kind of do daily is just kind of really take that self inventory. You know, you your your mind may not be functioning the way you want it to one day, but you know, come back the next day, like okay, what what is inside of me that I enjoy? What is it that I love to do? How can I make an impact? Where would that impact be? You know, if 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 that's how you view it, um, or at least take those those thoughts, then it, it can help you at least figure out what your potential may be. And and then you can start getting on a path to uh, figuring out how to go about and navigate and, and create those opportunities for yourself. Because, I mean, they're, they're out there. They, they are out there. And, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I'd be thinking mine may be with youth and, and doing something with youth and trying to teach them and, and cultivate them. I haven't gotten that true, uh, I guess, confirmation, but I think sometimes that's where my real true passion is. So uh, do anyone, any of y'all meditate? 
it's one thing I'm trying to start to do more this year for sure. Yeah, I I be saying I'm gonna do it, and yeah, I I, talk to I you don't, guy. but uh, because when when you mentioned about uh, doing a self uh, self check every day or self inventory, well, I think that's where the meditation can come in to where. Uh, you know, every day you take a little time to yourself, relax, get quiet, and, and just, uh, you know, get in tune with everything. Uh, and maybe you can talk to God and God can tell you something, you know what I'm saying? So you are listening to the Sip So Podcast. So, Jay, man, do you think that uh, – Dealing with this COVID is going to be the new way of life. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think it'll be it'll be for a while, man. You know, just the way how you see a lot of stuff is changing with this, this mass and everything else. It's, it's going to be the new way for a good minute. Just a little bit frustrating because you got to wear a mask everywhere you go. And to me, it's irritating. You know, you got to put it on, take it off, all this stuff. And now your job is fine and you got to have it on down there the whole time you're there. So I see it's going to be like that for a while. Even whatever they saying on the media about 100 days of all this stuff, it's going to be here probably next next year probably. So that's the way I see it. And plus, too, it'll change. It'll change a lot of people's life with this stuff, too, man, going on. You know, now every time you get sick, when you go to the doctor, they think you got it. They want to stick the shit up your nose and test you and all this. So, <laughs> kind of, it's crazy, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I think this is probably going to be something we have to deal with for, for a good while. Uh, uh, Dr. Fauci has said that you know, even though you get the vaccine, that doesn't mean you, you can't catch it again. And and if you have the vaccine, you still need to wear your mask. So uh, <clears throat> it seems like the mask is going to be here for a while, you know, unless they, you know, just one day come up and say, hey, the the COVID is gone, you know, so I don't, I don't know if they're going to do that. So, uh I think I think this is what we're gonna have to deal with. Um, and Al, you working at the hospital? I I like to see you know get get what you've seen up there. I I know you had a children's hospital, but you know have you seen some some different things going on? Uh, it's pretty much the same thing that you're seeing everywhere else, man. It's just it's crazy. It's like this new. It's called the new normal, I guess. You know, uh, it's just something we have to deal with. But far as, like, what exactly you mean, like, seeing, like, far as uh, the patients, or like, what do you mean, like, exactly what you're saying? Yeah, um, is the hospitals really packed what, around where you at? Well, it's starting to pick back up now, you know, but before, of course, it was. You know, a dash shut down for surgeries and things of that nature. So you really didn't have anyone up there but COVID patients. 
Uh, it got so bad at one point we were getting some of the adults from, you know, Herman Hospital, Ben Tom and the surrounding hospitals to come at Texas Children's because they were running out of beds. Mm. Yeah, so it, it was really crazy. But now it's, it's starting to get as close to normal as possible. So, you know, you don't see as many, but you still have um, the women's pavilion. That's where the uh, labor and delivery and things like that. So you have some mothers that have the COVID and unfortunately their children can come with the COVID. So not as many cases, but there have few, been a few cases where, you know, babies have come to the world with COVID and, and wasn't fortunate enough to make it. So it's, it's crazy, man. Really? Yes. So a lot wow. of that is not being reported. Of course, they'll say, oh, it's just the older people and, you know, this, that, and the other. No, <laughs> no one is uh, immune to it. Anybody can get it, including babies. Just know that. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I heard a story similar to that, what you just said, Al. Uh, one of my son's coaches on his team, his uh, his wife's sister had a baby during COVID. Uh, she ended up catching COVID and the baby didn't. And so they had to do like power of attorney and stuff. And he and his wife had to go up there and bring the baby home and take care of the baby for like the first couple of weeks just because of COVID. It's crazy. It's tough. It's tough man. Yeah. I, I look at, honestly, I look at COVID. I mean, it may sound a little strange, but I look at, I don't look at it so bad from the standpoint of your day-to-day activity. Uh, I think it it has allowed an opportunity for you to kind of get out of that rat race of living, you know, keeping up with society, trying to be here, do this, do that, you know, spending a lot of money. Uh, I think it has it has helped. Uh, I mean, again, COVID. I don't like COVID. I, don't, I hate the fact that people can get sick like this, and it, it's it's becoming you know more deadly. But I, I also look at it from the the glass half full side too, man. You got time to really, you know, focus on family, do do stuff that you normally wasn't used to doing. You know, going out for walks, exercising. Uh, it's time inside. You can read. You can, you know, it, it kind of bringing a family environment back together. And hopefully, you know, individuals are taking advantage of it from that standpoint. You got you got plenty of time you can learn because you know you really don't want to be outside. You really don't want to be exposed. There are so huh, so many uh, different aspects of it that I I've looked at differently and and just trying to walk by you know faith and not by sight and and saying you know what since we are in this situation, uh, I'm gonna figure out a way to take advantage of it. It may not be the most popular answer, but that's that's kind of how I look at it is, you know, yeah, you can go stir crazy, but if nothing else, you can get outside the house and be out. You can, you know, take time and sit down and make meals and sit at the table, everybody and, and talk, uh, you know, have more time, you know, in my, my situation, my wife and I, we can have quiet time to talk, you know, time we sit down and talk with the kids about COVID and how it may be affecting them. And and that's that's probably the hardest part, if if anything. But other than that, I like the idea of 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 this time that we don't have to feel like we have to keep up with everything that's going on. Uh, not not saying you do, but just on a normal basis, don't have to feel like you have to keep up with that. So, do, do y'all feel like COVID has 
change the way uh change y'all life because i don't i mean it hasn't changed my life i go to work just like i normally did um you know you still can go to the restaurants if if you want to you know so to me it's really hasn't changed my life but i know that you know you have a lot of these uh business owners uh employees that was at these businesses that uh may have shut down well yes COVID is is probably really affecting uh your day-to-day -day living uh but to me, no, it's been pretty much the same for me. I think it just made me more cautious, though, because we have asthma that running out, friend, so I got to be kind of cautious of that. So it's kind of, you know, for me to kind of be careful because, you know, I don't want to have to deal with that and deal with asthma at the same time. So it kind of put me in a, you know, little boat of it, but just got to be careful, and that's it. Right. Well, I kind of agree with both of y'all on that. Uh, I haven't just totally changed everything about my life, but I had to make some changes because, you know, my wife, man, <laughs> she spoke about this. You know, I think I mentioned this before on another episode. Like, she really spoke about this, and she takes it very seriously, seriously as I do, too, but I'm just not as, what's a better word, throwed as she is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you still have to live. Right. You know? I, I, yeah, I'm not as concerned, man. You know, you still have to live. You got to go to work, make your money, this, that, and the other. But I mean, yeah. you know, she's very particular when it comes to my son. So she don't want him to get it. She don't want to get it. She don't want me to get it. But I mean, all you can do, man, live your life, man. Keep, you know, put God first. Do what you got to do, man. And however it comes, how it comes. I look at it. I ain't finna live my life in fear. I'm not going to be in no bubble, scared to go outside. and Nah, but at the same time, I'm not going to be silly enough to go to these clubs and be around, you know, hundreds of people shoulder to shoulder doing all that craziness either now. Yeah. So I draw the line somewhere, but live your life like Thomas say, you go to work every day, it hasn't changed. But he ain't out there in the clubs wilding out either, though. You see what I'm saying? So, so since you brought that up, do you think, like, the clubs – because, you know, a lot of these clubs are, are running the game. You know, they know how to get over. So what they'll do is uh, maybe they'll start serving a little food and get the food license. Mm -hmm. And then they back club and selling alcohol and doing their thing. So uh, do you think that just all these places should just be shut down? Shouldn't be no exception, you know? I, I wouldn't say shut down. I, I think it needs to be upheld as far as maybe a limit to how many people are are going because shut down is kind of hard to do because people still it's their businesses. I mean that you know that was their heart that they want to push and and grow their business and and it's no fault for them to not feel like I I need to be open. Um, but at the same time, I think it needs to be controlled a little bit better. I'm be honest. Last weekend, we went out to uh, Turkey Leg Hut. Saturday it was our first time ever going, and uh, oh, we went because we heard they had a food truck over there somewhere that you didn't have to really like go inside or not. But man, when I tell you, I mean, I'm not sure if y'all been over off of Alameda 
anytime yes, in the sir. last couple of years. Well, Al, you probably you here, but it, man, when I tell you, it's it's like a parade over there. And and so my thing is, okay, it's cool to be out the house and stuff, but man, it's just a lot of people. A lot of people out. Some of them had masks on, some of them didn't. And, you know, and I get it. Some people want to just live and, and keep living their life as normal. But like Jason said, you know, you, so somebody may not have, they, they may particularly not have uh, a condition, but you never know who they go around, who they may potentially expose somebody else to something that, that may have conditions. That's what you don't want to do. You got to keep in mind, not just yourself, but other people who, you know, maybe in your family, who you you uh, interact with. So that that part does bother me. I know the club Bow Wow then were down here and whatnot. They made a big deal about it. But, man, it was a lot of people. Right. <laughs> it was like there's a whole bunch of things that you still can do to to have fun, not be cooped up in the house. I mean, again, you say there's restaurants. Yeah. You can get out to you can still go in stores. You can go in parks. It's it's still a lot you can do to to not feel cooped up and go stir crazy, but some of the things that you may want to you just you can't do. I mean, you can still go in malls, but man, when you you have that many people on top of each other, and and again, Turkey Leg Hut is is small, and dude, <laughs> it was packed. It was packed over there. Um. So, cause see, when you go in the restaurant. All right, you wear your mask until you seat it, and then after that, you, you can take the mask off, eat, and they want to. You go to the restroom uh, to put it back on, but so if you sitting there and, and take the mask off, what COVID gonna stop? I mean, it's it's kind of <laughs> to me, it don't really make sense. I. I guess they have to do it just for the look, but um, that don't make sense to me, you know, because just because I'm sitting here eating, COVID still floating, or however you you know you get it. Uh, so at at first, I was uh, like, man, we probably shouldn't even be going to these restaurants because you still putting yourself, you know, at danger. Uh, but you know how it is. Your wife want to go and this and that, and uh, you know you ended up you end up doing that, but it, it can't just probably be the safest, you know, in, in my opinion. Uh, since you mentioned turkey leg, huh, did y'all have to end up going to the uh, to the build to the restaurant to the you know the building, or did y'all find the uh, the truck? So they they have multiple trucks, but they have one truck that sits at the same parking lot as the restaurant. It's across the street, so you just literally walk across the street, and it's it's a line that you can get in that line. And I mean, you get the same stuff essentially uh, through that that small truck as you would inside. So, but inside, I think the the biggest thing is is the 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 compact space with a lot of people in the compact space. I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, like the mayor and stuff they look at is just that tight space with amount of a whole bunch of people in there. Whereas you go to a restaurant, it's spread out much more usually. Uh, you're right. Like you say, COVID is not going to stop because you put a mask on. Uh, but 
grocery stores, it's a little bit more spread out. But when you're in, in those clubs, well, Turkey Leg Hut, it's again, it's small, but they got these outside seating. But them tables are just like two or three feet away from each right. other, and it is packed. And so I, I looked at I look at the fact of um, it's just too many people just that close. Again, I'm one too. Like like Al said, you know, you still got to live. And uh, and and to your point, Thomas, COVID is not going to stop whether you keep a mask, stay in the house, never go nowhere, or if you're getting out and about and doing things. It, it's COVID is still going to be there. You can catch it at any any point in time. And then schools, I know they shut down schools, you know, in Warden, but schools here are still operating, and you know, it's a lot of people there. So I can't just be biased and say you don't do nothing. You know, you, you still live your life, but at the same time, just try to be as cautious as you you possibly can just for other people who you may come in contact with. For sure. Uh, and, and you know, the questions we going to have to keep dealing with it, well, they keep coming up, find, well, finding um, different strands and variants of the disease, of the uh, virus. So, um, so it's study mutating and, and study getting worse. So, yeah, we we gonna have to keep dealing with it. Uh, unfortunately, uh, here in Warden, uh, it seems like it's been a you know quite a few people that has had it has uh has passed on. So, um, you know, especially if you have some uh, underlying conditions already, uh, you you really need to uh, be careful, but. To be honest with you, I just think the stuff is in the air, you know, because um, uh, my mother was telling me yesterday a lady would uh, would wear gloves, used to wear the face shield, and she still got the stuff. So, um, you know, I don't think everybody that uh, has COVID has been out here just being reckless either. Uh Look at all those people that uh, was at the Capitol. Uh, look in the summertime with all the protesting and marching. And this was in it, pretty much every city, every big city in the U.S. And we didn't see the uh, COVID numbers go up. Uh, and they was packed together and, and no masks. Maybe you say, well, hey, uh, it was in the summertime and maybe the heat killed it, but it seemed like once that stopped, then the COVID came back. So, uh, you know, just try to use the uh, best judgment you can. But uh, And the best thing, like we mentioned before, just try to start uh, boosting your immune system. You know, you can just – we don't have to go back through that. Look up, you know, look up ways to uh, do that. So uh, you are listening to the SIPSO podcast. Um, we're going to jump into these sports now. Um, what y'all think about the uh, James Harden trade? I know we're a little late, but uh, what y'all think about that? From from what? The standpoint of what he, he got, what he wanted, or the standpoint of uh, um, Houston's well, decisions? I guess you could go both sides, however you feel, you know. I mean, I think a 
I think a player like that, once he wanted out, I mean, his mind is made up. So no matter if you figured out a way to keep him or not, it's, it's almost like somebody getting a, a job offer while they got a job and a company that they work for come back and counter offer to him. Well, that person still, no matter if you counter offer him, that's just for a little while. They're going to still want to move and go somewhere. Um, and, and that's like, like hard, man. He was, for whatever reason and whatever happened, his mind was made up. He did not want to be in Houston, no matter what they did, who they tried to put around. He just did not want to be in Houston. So at, at that point, you, you have to just, you know, figure out a way to get rid of him because your organization still has to go on. It can't just be predicated on one person. Right. Hmm. I think it was a uh, good one for him though. But if it was me, the Rockets owner, I wouldn't. I would have sent him somewhere else, not where he wanted to go. I'd have sent him to the the worst team and let him play over there since he wanted to get out. Let him have his way because that's what these players doing now, having his way with certain stuff. So, you know, I would have sent him somewhere else. I kind of agree with both of y'all guys. Uh, you can't have, you know, you can't keep someone somewhere they really don't want to be because now that's going to cause problems in the locker room. It's going to cause problems for your franchise. So, uh, yeah, don't – you need to go, let him go. But uh, <laughs> I kind of agree with you too, Jay. Don't give him – don't let him have his cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going to trade him, put him somewhere and make him work. Let him let him realize, hey, you had it good, but since you want to go, then okay. Now you're going to really see what's going on. But, and too, uh, with, go ahead. No, but go ahead. With this, with this, Houston gave him everything that he wanted, man. It ain't like they didn't um, help him out. They gave him the White House, Chris Paul, everybody he wanted to play with him, and he still make it like, you know, it wasn't enough. To me, I think it was him. He got to look in the mirror. So you hurt the team. You had teams that you folks won already at least two rings. So, you know, that's why I say I would have sent him somewhere else. You know, I would have been got rid of him after probably when they had the White House. He got there to the Western Conference Finals and lost that game seven. I would have been shipped him off. It wouldn't have took this long. So, you know, I agree, Jay, because I mean, a lot of people don't want to say it, but that dude, I mean, he's good. He's a top scorer in the league, all that jazz, but he's not a player that can bring you a championship by himself. He needs at least two superstars to even have a shot. That's just my opinion. I mean, all the other players that they say he had and this, that, and the other, they didn't cause him to, you know, choke it in the playoffs. On the biggest stages when he choked, you know. He put up his number, 13 turnovers. Come on, man. <laughs> That's his number. But I'm yeah. leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> but he don't pass uh, the ball, though. He, do all the he pass the ball to two seconds left on the shot clock. Um, man, you know, previous episodes, you know, I was like, the Rockets need to blow it up after they lost, you know, in the playoffs. And then, you know, when they made the trade, or well, I never thought he was going to want to lead the Rockets, really. I thought that he loved the city and, you know, all the extracurricular activities he liked to do also. So <laughs> I'm like, well, he getting like $40 million a year. He good. But so now it was uh, – Matter of fact, it was a Sunday we recorded, just like today, where Dub, me, Dub, and John got into a discussion about your teams. 
uh, how y'all feel that championship or bust. If, if your team don't win a title, then it don't mean anything. And, you know, I felt differently about that. So now with James Harden gone and I'm a Rockets fan, my team is going to be irrelevant. And I don't like rooting for a team like that. That's just, you know, me. So at least with James Harden still there, you have a superstar uh, and the team was relevant. But like Al said, uh, unless he do some miraculous change, I don't see him being a championship player. Um, and far as Rockets, I would have liked to have gotten a Ben Simmons. Uh, but for at the end of the day, James Harden is like 32 years old. You're not going to get what the uh, New Orleans Pelicans got for Anthony Davis. You know, Davis is like 25, 26 years old. So uh, he's a young superstar. Uh, so I think the Rockets did – Probably about the best as they could do uh, with with what they got back for him. Um, you know, you're just not about to get a superstar for superstar, especially in these days. Um, and far as y'all said about, well, you would have shipped him off to like a, a sorry team. Well, other players see how you handle your players, you know, so – at the end of the day, you 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 try to do right by this guy, and the the people in the future can see. Well, hey man, Rock is a stand up organization. They tried to help James out, get him where he wants to go because, you know, like it or not, James has done a lot for the organization. So uh, I didn't really see no no issue, you know, with that. Um, but. Kevin Durant, I, I guess he can't win without a super team, I guess. I mean, you know. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know any other player really just winning like that anymore without a super team. Uh, you you look at Kobe won without a super team. He had some, some all-stars on there and some talent with uh, Odom and uh, what's his name, the Gasol. But if you go back to it, you got Boston. Miami had super team, uh, and in some ways, Cleveland had a super team. Let let me bring it. Maybe not say win the championship, but only you know, like you mentioned, Kobe. He didn't just have a um, super team, but he did have you know some nice pieces. But the only guy I can just recently is more of a LeBron. You know, with the Cleveland went back in 04, 05. I mean, he took – I don't even think he had an all-star on that team with him and took him to the final. So that's what I was trying to get at with KD. I mean, you had him, you and Kyrie, y'all out in the East. Uh, y'all should at least probably got to the Eastern Conference Finals or to the, to the finals. So um, – but this is the times we living in right now, the uh, super teams. And then they make it to where 
you really don't want to watch it, you know, because you know who's probably going to be there. When I mean watch it, meaning like during the year, because you know at the end or in the playoffs, it's going to be probably just two or three teams that's going to make it to the championship. So uh, let's see what y'all think about uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, what's going on with him and the Houston Texans. Oh, he, he's got to go. I mean, he needs this opportunity. I'm not saying he got to go like he did something bad, but he he done, he done basically – they moved everything away from him, and he still signed, and he still had a productive season. So you know his heart is actually in the game. And he should – he's earned the right to be at that table with – you know, decision making, and they they listen to his advice on who he feels should be uh, in those particular roles, or at least you know you should at least think about. He deserves that right. He he earned it. I mean, he played. This is his fourth year, I think. His first year, he got hurt, yeah. and then he been he been consistent ever since. With you removing talent from him, and then him having minimal, the, the fuller guy ain't working out, and. Watt on defense, it's all kind of stuff. But he deserves better than what Houston is provided, and and that's my whole thing behind these Houston sports teams is they don't they don't manage and take care of their people the way they should to have consistent uh, being being right there in the end for maybe a championship or uh, very very competitive on a consistent basis. That's that's the issue I I have with Houston sports organizations. I'll support just because it's Houston, but that that part hurts. And now you, you're pretty much going to be losing him. If not next year, he, he's still going to be looking to get out of Houston or he's not going to be happy. He's going to turn into like a Harden. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I feel like, you know, if this was uh, – well, first off, you trade DeAndre Hopkins, you didn't – you didn't tell him, didn't warn him, nothing. Uh, you let Bill O'Brien just screw up the team, and then you fire him. So now you got Deshaun Watson in a in a tough spot, you know. Um, and I think the owner lied to him, telling him that, "Hey, I'm a, you know, keep you informed on what's going on," and then come to find out you didn't do none of that. So uh, I feel like say this was like seven years ago when J.J. Watt was a uh, defensive player of the year, uh, the face of your franchise, I think that they would have consulted with him. I think they would have asked him what do he want, who do he want. He would have sat in on the meetings. So uh, this is just disrespectful uh, from the Texans. So I, I can't blame Watson for how he feels. I'm not a Texan fan, I, but I love that he's in the city. But uh, I can't blame him if, if he do ask for a trade, you know. So that's my thoughts. Yeah. I, I agree with both of y'all. I'm a Texas fan, but, like, at the point, he he not gonna win none. I don't blame him by asking for a trade. So, I just hope he get him a trade and go to where he want to go, and that's it. You know, I I feel you like they let him be. Huh? 
No, nah, I'm sorry. I said I feel like they let him down when he didn't let him you know what they who they was gonna bring in. So yeah, I'd I'd be some type of feeling the way about it, you know. Then a trade with D Hop. So yeah, they I hope he goes somewhere, man. He can win. Yeah, I think you know, we all top top five quarterback. You just can't give them away. Yeah, we all kind of agree on this one here, man. It's like this guy is a winner, man. I've been watching him since college in his Clemson days, man. This is not something he just started doing. This man is a winner, you know. And for him to have to deal with the, you know, DeAndre Hopkins being gone and let's just call it what it is. T kind of touched on it earlier. They show favoritism to J.J. Watt. I mean, to this day, J.J. Watt ain't been nothing the last two years. They still talk about this man like he's still the dude he used to be. But that's a whole other story for another day. But, yeah, he deserved to go to somewhere. You know, to another team that's going to give him players surrounded with, you know, players that he can actually win with because the man is a winner. He's gave it his gave his all. <laughs> he putting his life on the line every game with that offensive line. They got that's another story. So. Right. uh Just trade the man off and let him make it because he will be bitter, like Jay said, and turn into a hardening. You don't want that. So let that man go and. Y'all live with that J.J. White guy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And then now they, they talking about uh, entertaining or the former quarterback Josh McNown, who has never won anything, and he, he has never coached. And now you're going to bring somebody in or potentially bring somebody in like that to uh, to be, you know, lead the team. I, don't, I think it's the offensive coordinator or head coach, one of the two. Now, now, what kind of what kind of disrespect is that? You know, I'm, I'm Deshaun Watson has been first class with everything he's done so far. Don't don't insult me anymore by doing something like that. Well, and then we had Andre Johnson tell tell Deshaun Watson, you know, stand your ground because the Texans love to ruin their players. So. Um, I think he would know better than any one of us. You know what I mean? Uh, Without a doubt. Yeah. So, man, let's uh, hop on these uh, NFL games today, man, for the NFC and AFC championship game. Uh, Last week, I went two and two. Mo went two and two. And uh, Dub and Duke went three and one. So, um first off fellas we have Bills versus the Chiefs. What y'all thoughts today? I'm going with the Bills. Uh, you going with the Bills? Yeah. I feel you on that, Mo. I don't think what's the name hundred percent Holmes. I don't think he's hundred percent to play in this game. They're gonna let him play, but I don't I don't know. I feel you on that pick. Uh, I, I I feel you on that. I'm. <laughs> I, I I like the Bills too, but they going in the Arrowhead, man. And uh, although the Bills defense is strong, I don't think it's going to be enough to slow down the the weapons that. Uh, Kansas City have even with a you know let's just even say fifty percent Mahomes 
you still going to get a lot of offensive production that and now if he had been out, that would have been a different story. But I, I don't think they're going to have enough to, to go in the arrowhead and, and pull it out. Okay. Dub for the Chiefs. Okay. Well, yeah. go ahead, T. Nah, do your thing, Al. Nah, I was going to just say, uh, I think the Bills have shown a lot of, you know, nice defense, a little offense. But I think it's been a lot of hype with them, you know. I got a little, you know, bias because I am a Patriots fan, as y'all should know by now. And uh, they're in our division. And they want our division fair and square. Salute to them. But uh, I think they're going to turn back into the pumpkin, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they, It was a nice Cinderella show. It looked good. It's, hey, they they got to the playoffs. They in the NFC, I mean, AFC championship game. That's good enough. But uh, we talk about um, Arrowhead Stadium. We talking about Pat Mahomes, right now the best quarterback in the game. I really don't think he has hurt as most people trying to think, you know, say that. That was all up front. Dude going to be fine. And uh, it's going to start off pretty close, but after a while, you're going to want to turn your station off because it's going to get bad. I'm going to say Chiefs by 10 at least. It may be more. I'm going to say at least 10. Chiefs by 10. All right. And this is the first time Buffalo going on the road, too. That's going to be a tough environment. (laughs) This Arrowhead Stadium, as you mentioned, man, this ain't, no. This is a whole different game. Well, um, 30 years ago, um, January 20, 1991, Bills beat the L.A. Raiders 51-3 to to go to the uh, Super Bowl for the first time. Um, wow. I'm just giving y'all some numerology here. So, uh, man, a lot of people think sports is rigged and and this and that. <laughs> And uh, they do play off numbers. So, this being 30 years, I, I can see the Bills going in there winning it. Uh, just for that fact alone. But I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs, man. But I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Bills do win it just off of the numerology. But I'm going to ride with the Chiefs, man. Uh, I really... I really would like to see Mahomes get him another one just to, uh, you know, cement his legacy, you know, just to certify it, put that stamp on it. Because uh, if he keep going like he's going, uh, he might not reach the uh, championships as uh, Brady, but he he's running up on that GOAT if he can really keep that keep this pace that he's at. So, uh Let's go into the Bucks and Packers. Hey, before you go to that team, is that all the right. same Buffalo Bills team you said they won that one time? Didn't they go like four times total and lost all four? Is that the same Buffalo Bills? Correct. They're zero and four in the, in the Super Bowl? Correct. Oh, I just wanted to make sure we was on the same page. But they won't be in the Super Bowl, but, but go ahead. I don't, I don't know what they had to do with what we was. Well, you started out with the number and you said they won um, that one. Right. Yeah, give give me a. Oh, go ahead. We just talking about getting to the Super Bowl. I didn't say they're gonna go win it. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. I, I... Yeah, that was just the AFC Championship game. So, uh, and that's something that. So let me ask you. Um, this off topic. Uh, so, you know, John has said, well, the Bills went to the uh, Super Bowl three or four years in a row. Are they winners? What do you think about that? I think uh, they're the first. I personally think they're the first loser. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to consider them um, winners or. I'm not saying that you, you can even consider that successful. They just didn't seal the deal, you know, and they had the opportunity. They had great teams. They had great coaching, obviously, but they, whatever reason, they could not seal the deal. So, again, it leaves them in that uh, category of, you know, they had the ability but could never get over that hump. Right. So they they still – they didn't live up to what, I guess, the outcome you would think should have been. See, don't get me wrong. I mean, to make it to the Super Bowl is already tough enough. I know what you're saying. But as far as winning, it's about winning the Super Bowl. So if you lost, you're the first loser. The team that won the Super Bowl is the winner. You're the first would loser. You be, would you be proud of your team if that was your team? Not at all. For me, it's about winning the Super Bowl. It's not about just making it there. Because nobody talks about the, the team that made it there. Right. A lot of times, if I call a Super Bowl out, you probably can tell me who won it, but you probably, dang, who they play against again? You always say that. Nobody cares about All the right. team that lost it. They care about the team that won it. I agree with that. Bucks and Packers. I'm going Bucks. All right. Interesting. I'm going Bucks too. Uh, I call upset. First episode we ever did on the Sip Slow, I felt like Bucks was gonna do a little something, and uh, they here right now. They won when it mattered against the Saints. I'm I'm going with the Packers again. I know. You know the Bucks beat they beat the brakes off of them during the regular season, uh, but I think right now it's a different ball game. You know, again, although Brady has the experience and he potentially could take them into limbo and win the game, I just don't see it happening. You know, Green Bay at home for the first time in the playoffs, uh, they in their environment, they're comfortable, uh, and then they got that man who. You know, you could look at from a talent perspective and a, a game management ability that you can compare him to uh, as a, what a bird is. Obviously, he don't have the Super Bowl victories, but you can compare him based on everything else. Uh, and he has that other aspect, his legs. He can he can move. And so I believe if if Green Bay's offense is on, there's no way the Bucks are going to beat him. And and I think they are going to be on. So that's why I'm going with Green Bay. Okay. Well, I would have never thought nobody was going to agree with me. But, yeah, I'm going with the Packers, too. Um, Not you, Al. I'm going why with the Packers, they, man. Why wouldn't they agree with you? He a Brady fan. Oh, yeah, I love Brady to death, man. But uh, 
what I think is going to be the difference in this game, in all seriousness, and Brady is a dog. We know that. That's my man, you know. But uh, people wow. ain't really watching Tampa Bay's secondary. They suspect, man. They got a good run defense. Oh, they shut the run down. But that secondary, a little suspect. And uh, when you got boys like Adams and, well, hell, me, us us four can go play with, with Aaron Rodgers. He's going to make us look like stars. So he really don't need no top receiver. The man is bad. But um, I think Dub missing, you know, mentioned earlier, they spanked Green Bay. They embarrassed Green Bay. I remember the game. Aaron Rodgers threw two interceptions. Guess what? He's not throwing two interceptions in this game. <laughs> and he still got a bad taste in his mouth from that game. So uh, it's going to start off kind of like I said the other. We're going to start off as a shootout. And it might even go to the end, a closer game. But I'm going to say Green Bay at home. You don't bet against Aaron Rodgers in, you know, it's just, you just can't do it, man. So I'm going to go with Green Bay at home. I'm going to say they win by three. Late field goal. Mm. Yeah, that, you know, I'm, I'm just going to ride with Bucks. Just, I think they can upset. But yeah, that, that cold weather is what really kind of make me hesitate with the Bucks because you playing in Florida. I know it won't affect Brady or Gronk. Right. Uh, you know, they, they they built for that. But uh, a lot of times when them uh, southern teams go up north, man, it's it's a different ball game. But um, And then you also got to hope that uh, what's-his-name doesn't lose his head over there on the Bucks defense, who's a big part of it, Sue. You know, Sue and uh, Rodgers have had a – Penalties. <laughs> some some issues going back and forth over the you know the year, especially when he was in Detroit. And great point. You don't want that. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but man, that's one thing you, you still gotta gotta watch out for. Hopefully they'll just play ball and you know line up like men and go at it. But if he he gets the them penalties, could hurt you, man. Yeah. And, and last thing, T. A lot of thing. Another thing that's suspect about the Bucks that people ain't talking about that offensive line, man. Brady is not Mahomes, Larry, you know, Lamar Jackson. He's not no mobile quarterback, as we all know. So if they get a little pressure on Brady, and we all know if you hit him earlier, he gets happy feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna I think it's gonna be a good game. I, I wish they would have had one start at twelve. I you know, I don't know why they Tripping, man. You they got to build it up. You know, that's all. Build it up. Uh, that Green Bay game is first, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. I'll be yeah. tuned in. What time is that? Three o'clock. Two o five. Yeah, two o five. You gotta go somewhere, Jay. Nah, I might be sleep. Shit, no telling. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little power now. Nah, like, you got it. If you don't watch any other game, you got to watch that game, man. Catch that one. Like you a little tired over there, man. Yeah, I drank a little couple of Cadillacs last night, man. Me and the boys kind of had a little, you know, hangout. Oh, time. okay. Had a hangout time yesterday, so, you know. You ain't holler at me. Man, I thought you probably been busy down that way, too. I was looking for you when I walked <laughs> in now. <laughs> you know, man, so part owner, everybody, you know. Hit him That's up. He man. part owner of that uh, Cadillac out there in uh, Rosenberg. So y'all hit him up, man. Um, so since the games today, um, what's y'all favorite little meal, or how y'all like to watch the game? 
Man, I just I would like to just watch it. You know, I got kids, they all be wanting to watch stuff and do stuff and play the game and you know, I so it's just a matter of having some free time. But I know we got these red beans and rice though we're gonna be jumping on today. Mm. Look that little honey cornbread. Mm. Oh boy. Yeah. You did that? Oh yeah, that's done. Can't wait. <laughs> you got some fried chicken on the side? What we doing? No, nah, not yet. My wife made some egg rolls though. So jump okay. on that here for lunch. So yeah. Uh got a little work man. to do and then just knock that out, man. Yeah. Man, to me the good a good little uh high wing or something like that, pizza or something, but uh you gotta have that drink. You sitting there watching the game. You gotta <laughs> you gotta sip on something, man. <laughs> Well, that's me too, T. You know, the food it kind of vary, but uh, my little snack I like to go. I gotta have a drink first of all. It gotta be some cold. But the what I like to have with my drink, either some uh, peanuts. I like you know eating peanuts, or some beef jerky. Man, get you some beef jerky and some cold. <laughs> you watch sports all day long, man. With protein, I like a, man. I like a little nachos, man. Little, little meat nachos and some hot wings. Right. And that's it. No. Okay. But so everybody agree we still gotta have something cold to sip on though, right? Oh yeah, maybe some like a Michelob or something, man, orchard or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That gin and juice, man, just keeping it one honor. Yeah. That OG. that OG. man, so um what did we learn today, fellas? Doug. Well, Dub chewing. Uh, what you got? Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. Uh, I learned, man. Shoot, I, I'm I'm appreciative of being a part of a group of gentlemen looking to still explore their potential and and be the best them. That's what I learned. All right. Uh, Al. Man, what I really learned, and that was weird. I never knew my boy Thomas was actually trying to be a sports agent. That's interesting, man. That's something I think that you, mm. you know, like been crazy in because your knowledge is through the roof, man. So it ain't never too late, man. If you kind of want to look into it, man, I think that'll be a good look. But yeah, I, that's what I learned. I didn't know he was really trying to do that, but that's real. Okay, already. I learned that walking um, in your potential is a work in progress, man. Man. You know. Yep, uh, it sure is. And uh, I learned that uh, dealing with the COVID is probably going to be the new the new normal for a while. That you know uh, we're going to have to just adjust our lives, see it around it. You know. Um, once again, if you on uh, Facebook, like it, like the show. Uh, subscribe to the show page if you're on YouTube. Uh, subscribe, like, share. Uh, you can always leave a message. You can hit us up on uh, sipslowpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on uh, sipslowpodcast. That's on Facebook and on the uh, Instagram. And uh, any one of them platforms, you can always uh, leave a message. And uh, if you have any topics that you'd like for us to talk on, if you even have any feedback, positive or negative, uh, 
we would like to hear that. Um, also, shout out to uh, Rummy Bears LLC. You can check them out on uh, Facebook. Also, uh, some of my partner Green and his wife, and I think his sister, uh, they make some gummy bears with alcohol in it. Um, hmm. We had the strawberry, uh, strawberry lemonade vodka. Uh, we had those. Uh, I think they do like a lemon drop martini, uh, like a Crown and Coke or Apple and uh, Apple Crown gummies. Uh, so uh, shout out to them. Great service. Hit them up. Uh, like I say, I think they got the website Rummy Rummy Bears LLC, and for sure they got a Facebook page. So uh, just shouting out, and uh, hopefully. Um, if you want to try something, uh, give them a give them a holler. Uh, Doug, oh man, uh, appreciative man. Uh, excited to always, you know, talk to you guys. And um, it, it appears that every time on this this uh, podcast, something is is innovate. If it's in motivational, uh, it's inspirational, and and I hope more listeners get the opportunity to tune in and, and really take in seriously, you know, everything that we're trying to discuss and bring forefront. Jay, man, I'm just glad to hear my old boy Eddie back, man. He old Eddie talk a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jay, I feel like going on, man. I feel like going on. <laughs> man, man uh, I just want to say, man, I'm glad to, you know, glad to be back here with you guys, man. It's always good to, you know, talk to like-minded individuals, you know, intelligent young men that's living life, doing life right, man, you know, because... Most time they hear black man, they think, oh, he going to jail, he's selling drugs. No, no, no. We all Christian black men, we all married, you know, and doing, you know, living right. So that's the main thing. So uh oh John not here, so I'm sitting in for him, but uh I know he out there doing what he's supposed to do. So yeah, I just had a good time with you guys, man. Hopefully I can come back again, man. So uh that's all I got. Hey, Al, you can't say young, man. Some of you guys kind of moving up a little bit. I know, huh? <laughs> you the older, though. Uh, you know, before we get out of here with the, uh, you know, walking in your potential, you know, I think us doing this podcast is something that uh, is a form of, you know, doing something different, branching out, uh, I know we're not big by any means or nothing like that, but, you know, you just keep putting in the work and uh, having a desire uh, to do it, uh, you know, things will always work out. Uh, and uh, you might touch somebody, too, you know. Just uh, we get uh, feedback on our Instagram page where, you know, people are looking forward to, checking us out every uh, Tuesday. Uh, they're learning from what we're talking about, you know, our just our perspective. So, um, you know, yes, yeah, so I was just thinking about that. Yeah, this is something that we are doing right here. That's another, another aspect of our game, so to speak. So, uh, 
Man, as always, uh, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. And uh, with that being said, man, we're going to sip slow and we're going to live fast. All right. Thank you for listening to the Sip Soul Podcast.